every weekend I, you know, I just um, lie down with the computer and try to just sharpen my uh, synthesis tool and just <laughs> do great. some, you know, laser sounds yeah. or whatever. But Welcome back to Basic Brain Heart. I'm Hannah Camacho. Just a quick reminder, no matter where you find us online, you can subscribe to the podcast on any of your podcast apps of choice. Subscribing gives you links to the newest episodes faster than just about any other method, so I highly recommend it. Also, of course, another shameless plug, if you get a chance to rate us on the iTunes App Store, I would be forever grateful and I would love to connect with you. So please don't hesitate to reach out to me on Twitter at Basic Brainheart or on Instagram at Hannah Camacho. I'd love to connect with you. Today's guest um, is really extra fun because... After the conversation was over, we were just talking um, off the record and discovered by chance that we actually were born on the exact same day and the exact same year. That's crazy, right? That's definitely a first for me, uh, but our guest today, and he's French, so I'm not even going to attempt to say his last name correctly because he tried to teach me, but it just didn't, it didn't work out. <laughs> so I'm going to Americanize it. But today, our interview is with sound designer Felix Davin. If you're curious about his work at all or you want to browse uh, what he's done while you're listening, you can find him at Felix Davin. Dot com. He's done work on, of course, we've talked about one of my favorite animated films, Song of the Sea, um, Santa's Apprentice 2, Akubo, Sonic Boom. A lot of Americans are fans of that series and a number of other wonderful TV series and animated series. And this conversation was fun. Why are we talking about um, sound design? Well, it's another form of art. And so it was really fun to explore art from the audio perspective and building worlds and textures. And Felix was just so fun to talk to. And one thing I'm really thrilled about is that he took the time to go through our conversation after we'd had it and add in some sounds in the background that he has gathered himself um, and recorded. He references a lot of sounds, so it added just another level of fun to the, the show, really, to be able to hear what he has created and give you some context. So thank you, Felix, for taking the time to do that. All right, I'm going to get out of the way now. And without further ado, here is my conversation with Felix Davin. Well, Felix, thank you so much for um, taking your evening and spending it talking to me a little bit and helping me learn a little bit more about your world. I am sincerely excited to dive into this whole world that you've mastered of sound design. <laughs> yes, mastered. Thank you very much for having <laughs> I don't know about that word, but yes, I am excited too. <laughs> it's my pleasure. Um, and you currently are living in, uh, well, France, and that's where you're from, it sounds like. Yes, I am born in Paris and still still reside there for 31 years now. Wow, nice. Yes. That's exciting. <laughs> and it sounds like it's been pretty toasty there these days. Yes, exactly. We are burning hot. Please send help, buckets of water, anything. <laughs> but we we are going to have a uh, storm, yes, you say, with lightning and everything in two days, Ooh. which is brilliant as storms are a magnificent yes. thing to record. So that's always exciting. New sounds. And yes. finally, 
the 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 heat dying down so i cannot wait and so so do my microphones that's awesome and right now it sounds like you're in the the countryside with your parents taking a little bit of a a getaway exactly it uh yeah is it quaint quaint is it like (laughs) kind of old-fashioned a little quirky uh, it is a it is a nice uh stone house uh not it's not something out of a, of a movie, but oh, sure, we sure. we do have a very lovely view from the garden. On the there's the like the church at the end of the garden, birds, uh, everything. But the the village <laughs> is pretty nice. It's you know like one hour away from Paris, so perfect. Well, that is that that does sound perfect, and I thought it was really cool because we're going to be talking about sound design a lot. That we heard the church bells not long ago. It was kind of a fun. Yes. Uh, effect in the back of your voice but exactly yes. if, uh, hopefully maybe uh, in in 26 <laughs> minutes it will ring It'll happen one. again yes the exactly. magic i love it um so today we're gonna of course be talking a lot about sound design in your world and, and i will have lots of questions because this is certainly not an area i have any expertise in um, but um, if you wouldn't mind give us a little bit of background on yourself of course you you let us know you're born in paris but what what next uh, what next? So, uh, how did I come into the job? I guess it would be the uh, the old school way, if uh, if you want. Nice. I, I, well, as many have been always, you know, into music and uh, uh, quite heavy into it. Uh, I didn't study sound actually. I studied uh, cinema at university, oh. uh, which was fantastic because, well, the you know the the classes themselves were very nice, but uh, the glorious thing was it was only uh, what was it six, sixteen hours a week. So that meant going oh. to the cinema a lot with uh, <laughs> no kidding. Uh, yeah, very very nice group of people were like a, a dozen seeing you know three films a day. You know, going to exhibitions, wow. everything because it's it's pretty much well, it is free when you're a student. So True. that was nice and uh and didn't like at the at the university there wasn't any sound class or anything like that but i i've always been doing well uh, music on the side which uh, well a lot of a lot of people do now and uh a lot of electronic stuff uh i guess i when I was 14 i had a, a like a, a groove box you know one of those oh, old yeah. uh, Drum machine, not not the fanciest, the one from the nineties. So not, <laughs> yes. nothing too exciting. But a friend of mine had a sampler. So when I yeah, when I was fourteen, we would you know regroup uh, together and I don't know do like little tracks with the sampler and and everything. And uh, there was a record shop on the way to my sister's school. My my sister is younger than me, so I started buying vinyls there. Ooh. Uh, Old yeah. school. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm very proud because my first vinyl was when I was 14. It was an original from uh, KRS One. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> that is so oh, great. Yeah, and uh, and all that. So yeah, I kept kept doing music uh, during the the main exams when I was 18. I remember uh, switching to computer, which. Uh, obviously, I didn't have one for myself yet, but I would use the sure. family computer, and yeah, that was a, a big, a big switch to, you know, to switch to computer was quite magic. 
learned uh, Cubase, which is one of the you know main uh, main program. And uh, did you have to yeah. teach yourself, or did was there someone nearby? Yeah, that well, still you? with the the same friend, uh, my old friend uh, Thomas. Uh, we just you know taught ourselves the basics, nothing you know, nothing crazy. Sure. Just you know use. Uh, just use synth samples, uh, everything like that. Kept on with that. With uh, yeah, just kept on making music uh, for fun. Really, it was uh, the uh, yeah passion you know, project. Yeah. yeah, it was like on uh, on <laughs> evenings and weekends. That was uh, that was the, the the fun thing to do. You know, get on uh, on yes. ICQ on the chat uh, thing on the computer and just. Uh, we would have a little um, ah shit. I'm trying to find the English word. Uh, little <laughs> challenges, yes. Yeah. We challenge each other. Like, all right, tonight we're doing an ambient track, or we're oh. doing I don't know, you know, a hip hop track, or all you know, all kinds of all kinds of things. Uh, good thing was I'm from the ger- generation that grew up with Napster and then Soulseek and yeah. everything like that. So we would just you know eat all kinds of music and uh and yeah just uh grew up grew up and at some point uh maybe i'm going fast but we switched to uh max msp uh which is uh, well it's called max now uh so that would be when was that that would be around yeah 2006 something like that which is a fantastic program um you start from basically a, a blank page and you just uh you have to learn it's not a language per se but mm. the it's it's building blocks and there oh. are lots lots of them and you have to learn the name of the blocks to i don't know you know you get like a block to play a sample and a block to randomize numbers oh, and a you know, a blog to which would just filter your sound, but then you're like, all right, if if I randomize this filter and when it or uh, if this sample hits a certain uh, amplitude, it would trigger this. That would trigger this thing on the other side of the patch. It's it's. Hmm. It sounds Not really complex. To, I'm trying to find <laughs> Not out. Not super easy to pick it. up. No, because I'm no, but to even to explain because I'm trying to picture it in my head and sure. uh, what I just said. Is I can it just super visual my, too? Like yeah, when you put it yeah, all it's, together? Well, basically, yeah, you'll have like tons of little boxes with cables Ooh. that you you know just plug, and it's it's a bit messy. Now wow. the, the, the the new versions are are just very sexy and you know the sure. with the round edges and and it's it's very comfy uh and so i i i did a lot of that like really just became crazy with that software That's i, really cool. I just, yeah and i wanted to do everything inside that software like okay i'm not touching the you know the classic uh uh you know uh, uh, digital digital audio stations uh just sure okay everything in this uh <laughs> which was maybe a bit extreme extreme but i was young so i was Why not? you know it's okay <laughs> and uh the what was great is yeah you you just build everything yourself you learn to just i don't know play with sound textures in a, a different way i guess it's i don't know you just you just make wow. most of things of from from scratch yeah. yeah and and that was great that that really was 
Uh, and now, was all of this in the context of music still, just purely yes, music? Yes, still music, but when I, after a few years working with this software, we started to work with like video art- artists sometimes, oh. or we did want to go towards uh, installations. So that that was with uh, so that whole Max MSP thing was with another friend who who's still who's still into this, hmm. and he actually transitioned to, uh, you know, like he would uh, last month I think he was in uh, Tunisia for a sound installation there. Uh, he traveled to Ukraine for some live shows. Uh, wow. He's called Hogo. H O G O. Nice. And uh, yeah, so he kept on with that. That's uh, a pretty cool name, I have to say. Ogo? <laughs> Ogo. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, and uh, and yeah, so a lo- lot of, of this. Uh, so we, we started the kind of artwork, uh, just, you know, we, we just scratched the surface of working with artists and everything, but I, I, left for uh, the actual you know sound design job uh, sure. uh, b- before that so yeah so a lot of that and how did I cross into like the the real sound design yeah. well I, I was quite lucky so my dad used well he, yeah used to work in in animation in production oh, gotcha. and so um, next to their home in Paris opened uh, a, a sound studio, just post-production studio. Uh, they were building it, so he told me, oh, those guys that uh, whom I, I work with before are uh, opening a, a place. Um, and I wow. said, oh, wow, like, oh, please, <laughs> I want to meet them. <laughs> please meet. And, yeah, so, so I met them. They were still building everything. There were, maybe there was already just one of the sound edit room built, and uh, so I met them, and they took me as an intern. And, uh, That's great. Which, yeah, which was great. So, you know, with all the background in, in audio, it, it, I, I did have quite a, a, yeah, a bit of knowledge of, how, you know, how sound texture works and everything like that. And I just picked up on... Uh, with uh, two, two of, well, my, my good friends now, uh, Arno and Marie, which nice. you know showed me the, the the ropes of the actual actual job. That's great. Uh, I always appreciate it when people don't necessarily require you to have a specific degree in that field, and maybe they see that you're passionate about it, and they're that's that's enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. going to teach you the ropes. Oh yeah, I, I was uh, very lucky, and you know I'm I'm very thankful to them still uh, for that because you know they they. It's not that they they took the biggest gamble because the internship oh, sure. is like three months and if you blow it well bye <laughs> but still <laughs> it was it was still very, very nice and uh, and yeah it's it's a change because uh, most most people today come from you know just sound school and everything and yeah, yeah I got lucky enough to uh, to kind of be able to bypass that and try some other things before to. To yeah, just to arrive in the in the job by uh, just by by love of sound, you could say. That's somehow. amazing. I love it so much, and I can imagine when you are consuming media, whether you're watching a film or even listening to the radio, you're always attuned to what's going on and what tools were used there, and oh, there was a mistake, and oh, that could have been done better. 
Um, something that most of us probably don't even notice. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be super interesting, yeah, and I have well, so many questions. I, I think more, and yeah, what could have done been done better? But just, uh, I mean, that not that judgmental. Just like, oh sure. wow, just, he he did he did this thing like that, and even you know things that are not to, to my taste. It's it, it. Well, I want to say like most people in sound, you know, do good job nowadays i mean you know uh, so sure um i'm really interested to talk a little bit about how um, i think especially in animation which is kind of the space you've it sounds like you've been in for the last few years um you almost have to build um an audio profile i'm going to use all the wrong terms so forgive me in advance um for these stories uh from scratch as opposed to maybe live action where there might be some audio that's you know from that world or that environment that's usable um but in animation uh you know sound design and whatnot is is like the unsung hero of the story we don't even notice it almost you know that could be the same with a a score you don't notice it and that's usually a good thing it's just enhancing the story um could you talk a little bit about what it's like uh to jump into the storytelling process from a sound perspective like when do you come into the picture do they have you in meetings when they're still building story or do they bring you in sort of after the fact how does that usually work well I guess it would depend on the production, but mostly uh, it's uh, not last minute, but at, at the very end. Uh, it, I guess it would depend in, in movies or TV shows. Um, for TV, you know, I'm, uh, when I say TV shows, I mean animation shows. Sure. Uh, yeah, it would be... No, you're you're not too involved in the... Uh, well, in my case, not involved at all in pre-production because uh, I mean you can you can come and say hello, but uh, no, that would be that would be pretty late. Like for example, I'm going to start a, a a new show in two weeks, and uh, yeah, it's it's I guess it would we would and then we would just work for nine ten months on the audio and. Basically, the the show would be wrapped up when I when I come in. Most of the uh, well, all the assets are built. You know, there is no more design going on on gotcha. or any. Okay. Yeah. So, you, we you know like you would have maybe one meeting before, but nothing in my Usually, case. Usually, does maybe, it stay pretty heavily in the post piece and not? Yeah, really yeah, yeah. It's gotcha. really at the end. Maybe it changes in some countries or. Uh, on on some people, some production might work differently, uh, but I'd say mostly sure. you come because uh, you can you can react pretty quickly uh, in in audio. I mean, not it it would depend on the subject, but you can you know you one, someone can tell you all right in in two months you're gonna sure. have to to work on that and. Uh, in some cases, you need to, you know, maybe gather a, a lot of recordings before and organize yourself a little bit. But uh, um, yeah, maybe, I think I got sidetracked. Wasn't there another question? I think I got sidetracked by my <laughs> no, my it's all good. Now. I have uh, a lot of questions popping up in my mind right now, but. Um, yeah, yeah. If you wouldn't mind, there might be listeners who maybe aren't super familiar with what the term sound design actually means and refers to. Um, yes. Would you mind just explaining really what that entails? Yes. So sound design is actually a pretty broad term, yes. broad term. <laughs> um, 
But in, in my case and how most in my profession would use it, uh, we would refer to, well, sound effects editor would be another another oh, term for yes. the job although it's it's not necessarily the 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 same same job always but in my case that would be sure uh like take, let's take an example when um when i worked on song of the sea the movie so yeah. i'm created as as sound designer on this uh we are in charge of basically all the sounds except music and in animation case, the dialogues. Uh, gotcha. Because there's no, well, obviously no on-set dialogue recordings. Yes. <laughs> so that's, that's you know, for the the uh, dialogue recorders uh, and and mixers would get the dialogue. We, we don't touch dialogue or music. Sure. Uh, music would be, well, composers. Uh, the music editor would, would work on this. So... As sound designers in Song of the Sea, our our part would be working with a Foley artist, uh, which uh-huh, is yes. the guy who does, um, to put it quickly, the the real sound. So, yeah. let's say okay, footsteps, uh, uh, just uh, you know, uh, clothes, grabs. That's for the basic stuff, and yeah. then uh, you can do okay, uh, set the cup on the table, everything. That's still yeah. basic, and then he adds a lot of creative layers. Even you know, a Foley guy can can help you doing sure. pretty much all of the sound. But we are. At a computer with many screens in front of us in a locked room <laughs> by ourselves. Uh, yes, very, very solitary. <laughs> and you get the image with either the final dialogues or uh, temporary dialogues, you know, that basically the, the director would have recorded in, in his bathroom, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and, so great. and you get started. So sometimes you can have the music track already or a temp, you know, work in progress track, but not always. Sure. And, and you're going to build, um, let's say the, the, the ambience track, uh, like, all right, where, where does the scene take place? Uh, is it inside? Uh, let, let's say, uh, sure. there, there, if there is like animation about, well, me right now, it's about, uh, 10 30 PM in the countryside. Uh, all right. So let's build this atmosphere first. Um, and if, uh, a giant squid robot would break the wall above me. Uh, <laughs> what what does this sound like? So we, we're going to build that. All right, so the wall destruction, let's build that. Uh, that giant squid, well, robot, how will he sound? Uh, there so might be church bells going off in the there background. There might be church bells going on, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so that, that, would be, that would be us. Um, so in, in my... Mike yeah. is that would be a sound effect editor, uh, sound designer, which which always sounds a, a little uh, pompous, a little uh, you know. But <laughs> yeah, well, in French, because uh, when when people ask my job in French, I because uh, if you say, 
oh, I'm a sound designer, which is an English word. You kind of kind of sound like an asshole. So I, <laughs> I, I sometimes just say, oh, I'm a, you know, just sound editor. <laughs> That's uh, great. That's really interesting. The nuances <laughs> of language, right? Yes. It sounds like that role is really hardware intense. Like you probably have to have so many different microphones and pieces of software and computers that specialize in this and that. Um, is it? Uh, well, computers wise, computer wise, um, no, <laughs> no. You just use uh, <laughs> just, just a, a, a decent computer, I guess. Uh, Are you a Mac guy or a PC guy? I still work on Mac. Nice. I'm, yes, I, I'm still on Mac. There, there is, there is some debate brewing. Uh, <laughs> I think in video games that I, I'm not sure, but I think a lot of them have switched to PC. I'm not yes. sure. Yeah, I, my husband is a gamer, and that's what he tells me. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, well, I mean, you you are a gamer as well, so you would know that. But um, yeah, it does seem that way. And he worked for Apple. My husband did. So <laughs> oh, cool. mm-hmm. sounds like PC wins that that world. And uh, so yeah, computer com- computer wise, uh, pretty pretty normal. And then yes, you would so you would be surrounded by uh, at least uh, five speakers. And, uh, you know, to do five point one. Wow. Uh, and the the size of the room depends. You can you can work in a small room or in a, a, a pretty big um, you know uh, room. Uh, microphone wise, well, so it it depends. Um, you, you're not obligated to go out and and record sound. Uh, you can just use prepackaged. Yeah, some, yeah, there are there are there are tons now. Uh, it's been what three, four years. There are just the the indie uh, sound library scene yeah. just just exploded, uh, which which is fantastic. Like if yeah. if you're just in a rush and you've got a, a new episode where there's all of a sudden a sure. I don't know a Formula One uh, race for three minutes. Well, and you need to, you know, just send it back, send the, the the whole episode to the mixer uh, in in three days. Well, sure. you're not always going to have time to. Yeah. Yes. So for that, that's very nice. In in my case, yes, I I do record a lot. I've invested probably too much money in. in all <laughs> that gear. Yeah, I do have I do have quite a lot now. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, microphone to go outside, record things, which is so uh, our job. You're always in front of the computer, sitting down. Your your back hurts, your oh, ass hurts, yeah. uh, everything hurts. The eyes. Now I now I've got to wear glasses because of the <laughs> damn job. The strain, yeah. Yes, and so the the pleasure is to go out in the world with microphones and record everything. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that, that's just a, a fantastic thing to do. It's fun. You know, some people take pictures. We record some. No, not all sound <laughs> yes. designers do. I, I do think it's a, an, not a required thing. But it, it seems is, it could be more creatively fulfilling, though. Yeah. If, if you can bring y- your stuff to the table, it's... It's just, uh, it's just valeur ajoutée. Damn, what's the bloody word in English? Well, it's, <laughs> it is, it is glorious. It's, <laughs> That's amazing. Duh. I love it. So, do you have a, a preferred microphone when you do need to capture some sound out and about? Yeah, usually I would just use uh, um, a 
I use a MS technique. I'm, I'm not going to go into like uh, technical, but I've got one mic in in my hand. That's a, a stereo mic. Uh, plug nice. into one of my two mixers. I've got the the one for when I want to be lazy, which is a, a, a very <laughs> a very small one, very light. <laughs> Uh, from Sound Device, which is like the the brand every, everyone uses, and I've got a, a astoundingly heavy one, uh, which breaks my back, but has the, <laughs> just a fantastic quality. Uh, is from an American brand that doesn't exist anymore. I bought it on eBay three years ago. Oh, I was wow. very happy. Yes, and it's it's very sexy. It's just good looking, and it's it's in front of me right now. It's and a shame it, they don't exist anymore. Then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it's really very good gear. Is there and, a particular uh, story, um, or maybe just a sound that you've personally captured that you're really proud of? Oh, there, there, there are many. Let let me think. Uh, I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, well, there there are the the obvious things like uh, lightning capturing a good lightning Ooh. is always. But that's I mean that would be uh, and you know it's it's just if you can be lucky enough to just get a clean lightning, not not a car nearby, no no nothing, and yeah. that's one of the things I love. Uh, I imagine sound pollution, as in, you know, sounds you don't want to record, that's always got to be tricky when you yes. want just that one sound and it's, you want everything else to be quiet. Yeah, if, if, if you want to make someone believe in, in, you know, sound pollution and the need for ecology or anything, just give him a mic and <laughs> headphones for an hour and he'll come back and be, oh, the damn noise everywhere. What's with engines everywhere? And pardon my French, as you say. Uh, which, by the way, we are very proud of that expression. Boy, are we. Oh, the first time I heard that, it was like, oh, yes. That, that is, is so great. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, sometimes you can have nice accidents. Like once I would, I, I don't remember what I actually wanted to record, but I was using some lavalier mics, you know, those like small mics, oh, you yeah, would, uh, yeah. you know, very tiny ones you would clip for like a, some, you know, if you do an interview and you don't yeah. want the mics to be seen. So I've got some of these and I think I was fiddling around with the mixer and just let one of the mic on just on a on a chair or something and I didn't have my headphones on and mm. all of a sudden I see one of my levels on the mixer just goes crazy and, <laughs> and I look and there was a dog chewing on it <laughs> and I've got the recording he didn't he somehow didn't kill the mic or anything oh, wow. and yeah I listened back to the recording and you just can hear <laughs> Like that. Yes, sorry for the demonstration, That's but so I, yeah, I do. I do like that one very much. I've I've got. I don't know. I've even have a recording of a duck a duck farting, which somehow they do. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was so recording this and some ducks, and they yeah. Uh, but they they do like great holiday memories. Those sound because usually. Uh, in animation, at least, you rarely get paid to go out with the mics. Uh, sure. That, so it's, you know, holiday time, weekends. So, like, for example, two weekends ago, that was very cool. Uh, the father, uh, friend's father, just bought um, a Porsche, an old Porsche oh. from 60s or 70s, I don't remember. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's beautiful. And so we, 
he he brought it out in the countryside and we mic'd it up you know, you know like nice. yeah you put like you know a couple microphones in the engine and a couple microphones near the exhaust and like one one or two microphones in the um, well where the driver is basically gotcha. and uh, yeah and and you just you put the headphones on and you you go well, I, I didn't drive, obviously, um, uh, but uh, <laughs> the, the, the guy would drive. And this is, yeah, vehicle recording is something I'm, I'm still pretty new to. I've only done uh, three or four, and a, a vintage car like this is just magic. I mean, oh, it just roars, and it's quite different from the other cars that, you know, I, I the other ones I recorded were like CD cars, classic ones. And yeah, they, that was amazing. And uh, wow, yeah. So and next week, next weekend, there's a uh, not too far from here. There's like an air show with something like a hundred old planes. Oh my goodness! Uh, uh, yeah, I I I I've mailed the 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 organ the organization that does that just to know if because I'm pretty sure it's like this. 17th time I think they've done that I've never been and huh. I, I'm sure that some sound recorders have been there so I mailed them uh, to them I'm pretty sure there will be other sound recorders there <laughs> do you have a corner for, for us like far from the crowd and I asked them if uh, I'm, I think there will be a PA system unfortunately you know that guy on the mic who says oh, like oh yeah. that plane is this one but yeah that, that, I, I can't wait for next week to record this that'll be so, super exciting do you build yeah. your own libraries like your your personal libraries of sound or do you like to upload them and share them or you uh, know how does that got, work well so i it, it depends i'm there is a, a group of uh called sound collectors club it's oh. a, a, yeah, a gathering you pay like a very tiny fee every two years i think uh it's it it's been organized by uh, an english uh he's not a sound designer he's an hmm. AD, adr um uh editor Okay. Uh, uh, in in England, and uh, I don't know how many of us are on that, but we, I, I'd say we are about yeah thirty sound recorders, may, maybe maybe more, maybe less, wow. but around that. And there are many themes: uh, winds. Uh, what else is there? Rain. Some are very specific, like distant car horns uh, or, <laughs> or you know a, a close-up of trains and the so the the thing is you you up, you go out record the sound upload them and in exchange you access you know the folder with everyone so that's one way and mm. yeah i and i well i I did release a, a sound li library last year, a win one. Uh, yeah, because uh, recording wins is, is just always great. And you always sure. always need more. Uh, I I guess I should upload more. more. Well, no, <laughs> I was sounds. just curious sure. if, if you, you know, so. build a personal library or if all sound designers are really into, you know, um, keeping their work online for each other or, you know, if there's a way that you guys profit off that. Um, I was just curious about that world. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, a, a lot of a lot of us sell them now. With uh, with you know, there are like two websites, uh, a lot of indie indie libraries, and uh, but yeah, no, I I do build my my own sound library for well for my use, and I'm That's I'm cool. always yeah, always open to share. You know, oh, if a sound designer yeah. is listening, yes, please do. Well, <laughs> either you 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 know you can just give a sound but it's always more fun to share like you know just to trade i guess like Absolutely. it's cool like all right trade me this one for like <laughs> this sound and, oh i don't have yes. that sound so and uh yeah it does take quite a quite a bit because you have to go record the sound uh which is already quite quite a bit of work <laughs> and no then kidding. come back uh cut it which which takes uh takes a stupid amount of time i've got some recordings from three years ago that are still sleeping on a hard drive that i still haven't got to derush and you know cut in proper pieces yeah, and what then goes into that i'm curious so so i mean most of us who are of course not sound designers would just imagine you record it and you take it back maybe you adjust it a little bit but what kinds of things do you have to do to it once you've got it on your computer so uh, I used to do quite a bit of treatment, you know, like boost the gain, maybe denoise some of the unwanted uh, things in the background. Now I just I just listen to it, cut if there's really like something uh, out of place. I would just uh, sure. cut it, and you keep the nice parts, rename it. Uh, like uh, I don't know if you record a very large creaking door in an old basement let's say so uh, ev well everyone has his, his own way of, of naming but sure. I would say like large creaking door uh, basement and then you go into metadata you know which is like hidden yeah. and and then on this I would go crazy like, just say like spooky horror <laughs> Dracula yes. So at least when I, you know, when when I search for sound later when I'm working and I can just say, all right, I need a spooky door. And if, <laughs> I, if I don't remember that I recorded this basement five years ago, then ta-da. You just and, search uh, in there, it pops yeah. up. Although That's usually, really cool. Usually the good thing about recording sound is you, you tend to remember. If, if you, sure. you, you're working and there's this uh, scene... Uh, that is uh, needing uh, well a duck fart or whatever you're like oh yeah I recorded this like six years ago of, of course I remember this so um, how do you approach creating a sound that may not be of this world so if you're working on a show where you know who knows there's an alien scene or something and there's a, just a strange sound that you can't go out and capture easily how do you usually go about creating those sounds or getting them somehow well, that's the beautiful part of mostly working in animation is that you, pretty much all the time you're faced with this. That, that's why I love animation hmm. that much, and I'm I'm still I still love that field because it's always crazy. Well, not always, but most of the time, crazy sound, fun stuff. <laughs> uh, how do you? Well, so you would lots of of layers uh let's i'm trying to pick another example um so right now i'm wrapping up uh, the show sonic the hedgehog from you know that old yeah, yeah 
from the old games. Well, they, they still make make some actually. I think. Great, uh, yeah. Well, I know it's just I think they're not great, uh, <laughs> and uh, so I'm I'm wrapping up the second season for this. Okay, like for example, there is a giant moth insect, but. Uh, for the for the bad guy. All right, so you oh. have that that on on screen. Uh, it it does have wings. It's flying. And all right, so for the wings, let you know you can. All right, I'm going to start with the wings. Um, uh, let's say all right, the wings are slightly metallic. So I want to have something small and metallic. So I would just borrow oh. a lot of uh, my my girlfriend's uh, hair. Br- um, how do you say hair? Not Brex? hair clip. Yeah, but right. Oh, oh, glorious a French <laughs> word. Yeah, so uh, so I would bother five or uh, bother not borrow five or six uh, of them, and you know make some tiny tiny uh, metallic bounce like ding 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 ding. And Ooh, all right, wow. you cu- you cut this in a in a ry- rhythmic, um, uh, not array, but rhythmically, and sure. then. Uh, uh, time stretch it to be very fast and okay so that would be a first layer of a with you know a, a slight metallic tone to it uh, then you can take some uh, cigarette paper and just you know uh, have your your uh, your finger just uh, wiggle it very fast oh, wow. so it does a small yeah. a little wing sound so okay i've got uh, base for for wing now maybe you can use i don't know an electric razor um and for the and okay you've got that nice base and when it's moving you would you know either process it with uh, some doppler effects or uh, filter yeah. it a different way and let's say it has a i don't know a, a glue cannon uh, you use you know like uh, servo motors yeah. from a coffee grinder <laughs> nice. from uh, what you know, I mean you know from either some some huge uh, forklift or from some the, the tiniest thing it depends on the size and the the, the texture that that you want to find yeah uh, the the word sound texture is is very in my sense important for animation it's a lot of uh, colors balance in Lovely. in different flavors of sound yeah. yeah some would be like big and, and and greedy some would be uh, just small some and and um all right so yeah you think in in layers um and where, where did that's we start brilliant. with that? Yeah, the, the question I, was how do you, how do you make maybe now. sounds that don't exist, and that that answers it perfectly. <laughs> it's yeah. Super fun, and, yeah, and that's, wow. Uh, yeah, that's the well. The 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 job is fun. <laughs> I guess I should have started with this <laughs> no, before complaining absolutely. about being with a arch back. Uh, yeah, the 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 job is is. Uh, especially in animation, I guess, or for those who worked in in game audio, but it's like a, a twelve years old job, really. Uh, <laughs> obviously, with the time, it becomes a job, and sometimes you complain. But it at the basis, it's just 
very, very stupid and fun. <laughs> and I love it. That's amazing. Yeah. And and I imagine every day you're just paying attention to different sounds. How can yeah. I use that? And what exactly. could, what would that be good for? That's really yeah. interesting. And I, uh, I imagine with like that layered perspective, because you were saying you love the nuance and, and there needs to be a lot of flavors in there, which I think is amazing. Um, how do you balance that with the whole less is more and not going too overboard? How do you, how do you check yourself or have you just been doing it long enough where you just know, oh, that's a good stopping point? Yes. Well, yeah, some, some of it would be experience. Uh, mostly it's uh, the, I'd say the first listen on the next day is always very important because mm. uh, the ears are usually shot by, almost sure. shot when evening comes. Um, and yeah, I don't listen too loud, obviously, but yeah, you just viewing it after you, you, you just a break. get fatigued. And in the morning, yeah, it's always great. Just the first listen, you're like, all right, this this is good. This is awful. This likes <laughs> bass here. This is not fun. This likes this. This needs more. So there's this. Uh, you can do like a, a small, um, you know, listen on other devices. Sometimes you know, I would sure. just. Uh, could export the mix and, or just listen it on uh, laptop speakers. Is it's always yeah. a great way to or or an iPad, which you know is a good way. And sometimes if you know you're, I mean you know so you you let things slide or sometimes you you can get emotionally attached to a sound that oh, maybe sure. shouldn't be there. So yeah. you when the episode is finished or the you know the reel is finished in a movie or. You do a validation with either the director and the producer, but most of the time just the director. Director, yeah, that's that would be the pronunciation, I think. And yeah, so he he comes in the studio and you just review the reel or mm -hmm. the episode together. And so he'll say, "All right, this this just change this. This is good. You you do the corrections together usually." Sure. And uh, and when it goes to the mix stage, um, you know the mixer will if it will just you know he has every right right to mute sure. things sure. Uh, add some if he wants, but usually you know most of it is is here. So yeah, those would be the the steps. Absolutely. And have you, I, I know with a lot of, I work with a lot of graphic designers, so I've not worked with a lot of sound designers, but I can imagine the feeling is similar when, you know, <laughs> it's probably a little nerve wracking when you do present it to a di director or um, whoever is going to be calling the shots in that production. How have you learned to cope with uh, criticism? Some people deliver it well, some people not so much. So how have you yeah. learned to uh, take that and, and not take it too personally which it sometimes that's impossible but i'm curious yeah. what your coping mechanism is uh, so well in animation i'd say first of all most people are not assholes which helps that's great uh, yeah <laughs> very uh, nice <laughs> yeah i'd say 98 of you know you can you can chat with most people um and you know ev everything is lovely but um yeah, not too. 
Haven't, I think we haven't necessarily with, had any, any yeah, horror no, stories. No, but with, yeah. uh, with time, you because uh, at, at the first years, yeah, sometimes you're really grumpy. Like you, you go <laughs> to your colleague and you're like, oh, man, oh, he made me remove that sound. And I worked so much on this and I loved it. And I think you just learn to um, you know, just let it go. And, and you know, if at first, yeah, when I would have like a good idea for sound and, and work work on it for a bit and the director would be, eh, I don't like it. I, I would get you know, internally like, Argh, Argh, no, oh, I, don't, sure. I don't want to remove it. But uh, usually, you know, by every good sound you do, you learn something by doing it. You can That's at least true. think, all right, I, I can reuse this idea uh, someday, you know, if you're really happy with something, you can just take a note, uh, like, all right, that sound plus that sound uh, sure. done like this. And so, uh, yeah, I think with, with time, you it gets a little easier. Yeah, and and if you really think something needs to to stay, you can just say. I mean, you know, really, because yeah. you you are the good thing in in audio is you get just one on one with the director. Yeah. You get time. You're in a room. You can talk, and if you think this needs to stay, well, you know, you can we we can just chat about it. Sure. And, and if it doesn't, man, it's it's okay. I think with <laughs> yes. with time, you just you just get used to it, really. So that's that's a really good point, and I think that's one of the hardest things for newer designers, no matter what field they're in. <laughs> when you yeah. make something, it does feel like a part of yourself, and it's it's yeah. a process that's definitely difficult to get used to. And I didn't ask this in the beginning, but are you currently mostly freelancing, or are you attached to a studio at at this time? I've been a freelance for two years and a half now. Nice. So spent Do you what? enjoy doing things that way or do you, you know, I know there are pros and cons, but yes. do you think it's, it's what you're going to do long term? Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to stay freelance. So it's, yeah, it, well, money wise, it's better. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. France it is I don't know about US for example where I've heard sure. many people in the US say all right if you get a job at a studio just stay there uh, gotcha. I've heard that in like some um, you know like uh, audio podcasts and stuff sure. like that in France I, I do really enjoy the freelance because so right now I'm, I'm back doing a lot of animation but uh, last year I yeah I, I got to try other things do a bit of uh, sound engineer for like a, a few uh, even you know enterprise um, uh, uh, movies you know like you know, some little sure. in, in, uh, inside ads I did a bit of VR which was very very cool yes. to try yeah so I I hadn't worked much in advertising so I, I did some work uh, for Samsung and Air France, which is like the you know national uh, airways travel thing, which was an interesting experience. It's yeah, no doubt. Very, yes, uh, my, <laughs> so my my very small experience in advertising was it, it was great, but you you do get a lot of of back and forth. Yeah, with a lot of which oh, I discovered. There's a lot of too many hands in the pot. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so and yeah, so I was. Uh, I, I will do some more advertising, but it's it's pretty cool back to animation where like, okay, I just have my director and the producer yes. and maybe the writer and that's it. So yeah, for freelance, yeah, it, it was it was a good way to try many things and and you can juggle your time the sure. way 
well, not just completely freely, but I, I do work from home now. I've got like a, my a, a pretty nice like home studio, uh, fairly nice actually. That's great. Uh, yeah, uh, the con would be no colleague. <laughs> I've I found <laughs> yeah, myself true. just going out and chatting to any person which sometime now the the you know you're like at a, a bar outside just having a beer and you would just chat to everyone at the nearby tables and you know some some people think i'm a weirdo now but, <laughs> but so yeah for the social component i that's one other thing i want to maybe get uh, not necessarily in business, but maybe create a, a duo or trio with some of my yeah. co freelance yeah, colleagues. That makes perfect uh, sense. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I stayed five years uh, in the in the same studio, the the one I started in. I stayed there five years, and you know, at at some point, it we're, we're still in very good terms. But you know, it was just nice sure. to to. To, oh, to yeah. get a change so uh oh, that's perfect and i yeah. think a lot of creatives struggle with because yeah there are you're you're right pros and cons to the freelance life um how have you uh been able to land steady work is it just a matter of relationships and you have a good reputation and people know they can rely on you and you just continue those relationships or how has that worked out for you yeah the in animation that that's that it's relationships built uh, either with directors or producers back when I was at the at the studio uh, not that I steal clients or anything but oh, you sure. know just just yeah. you know good uh, for animation that would be that you know good yeah good reputation uh, for the rest uh, quite a bit of luck and just be friendly I've, uh, yeah. yeah I, I got um for the better part of 2015, I did a lot of work with uh, a, a Portuguese company who does uh, huge live shows. They would do um, a video mapping, you know, where they oh, would yeah. do those just giant projections in public That's places. Cool. Yeah, and we did. I don't know, like seven or eight shows. We uh, we did wow. in Australia, London, Ireland, Portugal. <laughs> yeah, and that was great. And how did that? That's that's just you know good luck because I I just met a, a a guy like a, a few years prior at a party from a friend and chatted with him. He was a composer, so you know we just exchanged the the old the old Facebook profile and <laughs> nice. and like. I don't know, like that. That would be like two or three years later. I was at home, didn't work on that day, and I grabbed and I just stumbled upon an old, nice-sounding trash can in the street. In my street, I must say, I didn't like <laughs> drag a trash can from across the city, but it was down there. I thought, well, let's record this. So I, I just. Um, brought it back home, recorded it, um, and just took a picture of the, of the stupid trash can with uh, <laughs> like different microphones attached to it or pointing at it, and just posted this on Facebook. And that guy just told me, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's true. I forgot you're a sound designer. Oh, I've got a, I'm looking for one. So let me tell you about wow. that job." So yeah, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> just, you just never know. 
<laughs> yeah, although I mean, to, yeah, Facebook can be an awful waste of time, but sometimes it's yeah, uh, you true. know, social media can sometimes be magic. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, qu- quite a bit of of luck and and I guess being being friendly works. <laughs> it does amazingly, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's awesome. And I just have a couple more questions for you, but one of them being um, VR sound. It sounds like you've dabbled in that a little bit. How is that different and how do you find that exciting or frustrating? I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Yes. So it's it's a field where there are some very serious people who love this. So if any of them is listening, no hate mail. Because, uh, yeah, there are some very dedicated people uh, for this. If you go into the like, VR Facebook group, it's it's quite serious. <laughs> They're fanatics and, about yeah, it. Yeah, and, uh, but, but lovely people. And and um, I did that yeah a, a year ago. Um, and what was the project? So, it was so there there was the one for the uh so it was for olympic games just a, a random thing for samsung oh, okay. the, the the phone company and one for so air france the the uh oh, i always okay. travel gotcha. and there okay. was yeah the the air france was one the air france one was pretty cool they sent the the videographer the the cameraman uh in brazil so he filmed on a like a Del- delta plane um, yeah is nice. is that yeah. the thing yeah on a delta plane he went like through the the favelas on a scooter he went uh pedal board wow. and everything with the camera every time wow. and so yeah and i had to put all this in sound and um no pressure yeah yeah <laughs> and it was quite different in the so i i did yeah these and a, a couple more projects and just learn learning by uh, when doing it and now the the uh you know uh, facebook bought one of the main uh the the guys oculus, with the yeah mm-hmm. yeah oculus but the in audio there was something called oh, okay. a special a spatial workstation which got bought by facebook now it's called facebook 360 and it's free uh when i started it wasn't so i was using their free license at first which expired then i switched to another oh, software so it was it was a bit of uh, just and now I think it's easier now that it's free and everything. But it's it's different because well, obviously there are stuff happening behind you, like and like for example sure, when, yeah. when like there was like a sound. <laughs> yeah, and so you build the. I didn't have any uh, like MB Sonics recording on it or anything like that. You know, he didn't go with a uh, just a mic pointing in all direction yeah. for me. So I built. Uh, the Atmos track with some classic stereo recordings, which I panned behind, left, right, and that was my way of doing it. Maybe it's, sure. it's the wrong one. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's new territory, so we're, yeah, we're all that, being pioneers. Yeah, yeah, that that was quite new for me, and uh, no, some some pretty interesting things to to for the for the mixing and things like that like at some point he was the guy was biking through rio in traffic <laughs> and and he would stop and a car would just stop like one meter behind him but the action was taking place in front of him so i was thinking well hmm, all right so what what do i do there i mean I, i'm not gonna have this car just right behind me so there, there was some mixed things different like this it it 
did take quite a while to do. It was very long too, because all all the things happening around, and you kind of choose what you want to to actually play, or, but you can't just make everything dead. You yeah. need to kind of so. Yeah, that was that was quite interesting, but it was realistic. Um, I would love to do something in VR, like in sci-fi or what you know, something really Ooh, just be fun. Yeah, yeah, just and a, a lot more movements. Uh, although, I mean, the Delta plan was nice, but it was relatively slow-moving things with scenes from the, the daily life in Brazil. Oh, uh, gotcha. Uh, which was, I mean, it, it was pretty nice, but I, I would just love to work in something with maybe juicier sounds, a, a bit more creative. Yeah. And, um, and, and stuff like that. And I, I've been... I, I had to say no because of, of, of uh, too much work, but I, I've been asked to record a, a rally car uh, from one of the rally uh, champion in France, and and I, I, that killed me to say no because and they would put like a you know 360 camera in the car, and oh, wow. I, I would have to record this. But I, I it's a friend of a friend of a friend of a colleague who's going to do that, and I'm just going <laughs> to bother him to death to get those recordings. <laughs> Oh man, that's amazing. I love it so much. And I really love that you've been able to kind of break off into doing more freelancing because it'll probably open up more possibilities like that for you. That's going to be really exciting. This might be too personal, so we can totally skip this question. Um, but I'm, you know, there, a lot of people are on the brink of breaking out into trying the freelance way of life. Mm. But, but um, the thing that scares them the most is figuring out how to bill and how, how much do I charge and what's competitive? Has that been a challenge for you? I mean, you were, you were in the industry for a while and, you know, working at a studio. So of course you were probably salaried, um, yes. but has that been a challenge or are people just willing to work with whatever your price point is because they know you're fast, you're friendly, you're good at what you do. Um, has that been a tricky thing to navigate? Yeah, it, it, it really was at first. Um, because you you just I mean my salary before was very nice but not you all of a sudden you you're like oh wow so if I ask for for you you know I would ask sure. colleagues who are already freelance and you're like really like like yeah. that much and but it's different from before which now seems completely normal but um, yeah at, at first it it would be and and you know you just Kind of at first you don't necessarily get the 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 biggest uh, uh, animation things or you you course, start with yeah. small things and you're yeah you can, you're not super comfortable immediately yes. and yeah at, at first I would like the very first job I did I I, I it's not that I got screwed, but I just said yes to something that, yeah, no, that, <laughs> yes. that was not, <laughs> but, and, you know, and I would speak to my other colleagues and I was like, like, no, no, that's not the price. But I'm like, yeah, but in the, and you do want to the, the, the work because I mean, you, well, for yeah. money first then, yeah. and you, well, you, you know, you, you do want to get it going. So yes, it is quite tricky. And I think, um, it's saying yes to something not not you know not working for free that I oh, yeah. didn't do I I I oh, unless it's like a glorious student project something just sure. magnificent but yeah. uh, working for free that I I I did say no but yeah at first it's it's tricky and you're not sure of 
of uh, well, you're not sure of your not your worth, but what's what's a decent price. Yeah. And one of the 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 movie I worked on, the one with the, the um, car chase, was at the very beginning of my freelance. It was like three months later, and the guy who paid me was the owner of the studio. And wow. he asked me like, "All right, how much?" Do you take usually? I said that much, and he just said, "Nope, you'll be paid more." Uh, he told me, "Nope, that's just not enough for the job. Wow. I'm going to pay you that much." Hey, that's, and, a, that's uh, a good yeah. man right there. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, he would just charge the production and the production sure. and everything, but still, that that was very cool. And I thought, all right, well, yep, indeed. <laughs> so that's <laughs> that's a good basis. A good salary basis on some shows, you know, you you like Sonic season two would have a, a you know they say okay the budget is similar to season one. Sometimes you have to just chat a bit to to sure. you know go, get, get things going. Yeah. Um, now now I'm pretty com well. It's easy to say that because I I do have good work going on right now so when when everything is going right yeah you're it's you're easy to quite, say right. feast or yeah famine. it's yeah. really easier to <laughs> say no i i i i want that much for the work i do uh you do have to take into consideration the the you know like uh, other studios there are there there are some studios that you know would just use some younger folks uh, just coming out of school who are pretty cheap so you do have to keep that in mind Uh, (laughs) and yeah i i i guess yeah now that i I work okay it's easier to uh um to you know defend my position but uh that I, don't know that was, I don't know yeah. if that was great advice. I'm <laughs> no, it was. And no. I, th- I think a lot of people, they, they want to have all the answers when they take that leap. But I think the point you just made really was just be patient. <laughs> yeah, take patient. your time. Although, yeah. You need to, to make money. So it's, it's, it's not easy. Right? But Oh, it, I know. I'd say just say if, if someone is really uh, just scumbaggy, uh, just nope. That happened to me, yeah. thankfully. Before, uh, before, even before working at that that first uh, studio where I was employed uh, with my buddy when we were making music, we did do a few music tracks for a kind of perfume company gotcha. for their online ads. And yeah, the lady was come. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Fun I've times. never seen that money. So that that was a good, you know, a Learning good belly uh, check. And and yeah, I guess you kind of learn to to smell them after a while. <laughs> That's a good point. Awesome. Well, it's getting really late for you, so I just have one big final question and then uh, an easy one. <laughs> but that would be if you were. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, drinking beers with a few students who are getting ready to head out into the sound design field. And they asked you to maybe share some advice um, or even, you know, other types of designers and creatives asking you to share, you know, if you could look back and, and tell yourself a few things when you were first getting started, what might you share with them to help set them up for success? Um, you know, in any way, shape or form, it could be emotionally, um, or even just practically, yeah. what might you share? Um, well, first of all, to <laughs> I know it sounds cheesy, but really to to be in love with the job. I mean, it's yeah. really a job where I you you really need to to love it too. And I mean, there are many 
you know, students coming coming from school now, so you need to be ready to be good at it, yeah. I guess. Just uh, have interest into, well, the job itself, just, you know, being at a desk and cutting sound and, and you know, getting your heart rate up when you're like, oh, wow, man, this is what I'm yeah. doing is really cool and I'm going to do it like this and it's going to sound... Uh, so, yeah, lo- love that. I guess have curiosity for many things mm. uh sound wise you know many obviously many types of movies uh games whatever do do some field recording really it's important to go out and record sounds yeah. and i'd say if and that would concern if you're working animation where there are some you know bizarre sound do have a strong interest in sound synthesis uh you know work with yeah. uh plugins uh virtual synth all kind of weird tools that that's something every weekend i you know i just um, lie down with the computer and try to just sharpen my uh synthesis tool and just <laughs> do great. some you know laser sounds yeah. or whatever but just keep that in in i well that's something i like to do some some don't some of my colleagues don't don't really have an interest into this but that's that i would say that's the trio of things is yeah recording sounds being good at you know uh with the virtual tools or hardware synth whatever but just having good basis in in sound treatment know how to twist samples how to mangle sounds uh and yeah and and then the, the the actual jobs just have an interest in sound design uh what else uh yeah hopefully uh get those are yeah i mean hey even just that those are great great thoughts i love it so much now if anyone is listening and they want to get in touch with you felix what's a good way are you on twitter or yes i am on twitter yes i i am on twitter uh at I think my name, Felix David. <laughs> and uh, we can, of course, always link to that. Yes. <laughs> awesome. And, uh, or anywhere or just, else you want people to find you? Uh, well, there's my, my just my website. I think my mail is on it. So uh, it's just Felix David, uh, just my name, dot com. Perfect. And uh, yeah. Well, thank you for, for spending an evening talking sound design with me. I so appreciate it. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm pumped now. I can, I can, I can talk about sound design for six more hours. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again for tuning in and listening to my conversation with my birthday twin, Felix Davin. Don't forget to check out his website, felixdavin.com. Um, and again, reach out to me if you have any questions, feedback on the show. You can find me on Twitter at Basic Brainheart. I would love to connect with you. Until next time. 